Who's a lovely boy? David, David Eagle. Who brings me joy? Mr. David Eagle. <laughs> yes, it's Mr. David Eagle with Miss Ellie Skinner. Hello. And welcome to the David Eagle podcast. If you weren't uh, listening to last week's podcast, then you won't be aware of the joys of that little song there. But uh, you can go back and revisit. <laughs> but we haven't got time. Well, I say we haven't got time to pontificate uh, and reflect on last week's podcast. But that's precisely what we are about to do right now, Ellie. Yes. Because it is, of course, the moment where I say last week on the oh. David Eagle podcast, and we have a little bit of a, a sort of a not say highlights. Would. Just a, a collection of some bits, really. I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> want to say highlights, because if people haven't heard it, they'll might hear that collection of stuff and go, that sounds like a lot of rubbish. Don't worry, Ellie, because a special treat for you this week. Yeah. I've already done the voiceover to oh, say last week on the David Eagle podcast. Where in the past, Ellie has said last week on the David Eagle podcast. I'm going to give you a little bit of a break from that, so just Thanks. relax. Do some more of your yoga positions and your meditation that you do before to get into the zone. Mm-hmm. And I don't need you to do the... the David Eagle podcast bit as oh, well. Normally there's a bit of toing and froing there. One of us will say the, one of us will say David. Oh, there's so I much excitement going on. I thought just have a little bit of a relax. I've done that as well. I've oh. put in a hilarious bit of voiceover work into this today. <laughs> uh, so I will launch with that. Then I'll tell you what's coming up on the podcast. And then we'll get into the podcast. So there you go. I mean, I'm sort of telling you what's coming up before I've told you what's coming up on the podcast. This is the bit where I tell you... I'm telling you what's coming up before I tell you what's coming up on the podcast, if you see what I mean. Yeah. I'm glad you do, because I don't. Okay. Here we go then, Ellie. Last week on the David Eagle podcast, you'll be joining us in the bedroom where Ellie puts her hand in my big box. Aldo, this is Mika. Fuck You're a total dickhead, for God's sake. So, have you got any views about the French? All women drivers. <laughs> One, two, buckle my shoe. Maybe I should put some sexy music underneath. Oh, it's baby cry. What a beautiful sound. Oh, broth is just delightful. Well, there you go, from sea shanties to bathroom cleaning tips via monkeys. <laughs> Get ready for a 100% five-star rated podcast. Based on the ratings of six people, but you know, it still counts. It's the David Eagle Podcast. Yes, with me, David Eagle. And me, Ellie Skinner. So there is a little bit of stuff that you have to do there, but it's not as taxing, I'm sure you'll agree. Uh, well, Ellie, uh, yes, we have uh, six people who have rated the podcast now. Yes. Yeah. Currently, what's that noise? Uh, I don't did you hear that? There was a bit of a noise going That on. was, I mean, that was really creepy. Because I could hear you whispering <laughs> and some weird noise. And what I've done is I've, I've just pressed the wrong button to launch the next clip that comes up on the podcast. Oh, you're so smooth. I thought you'd plumb that. No, that was really eerie. I've also realised that I've been talking into the wrong side of the microphone. This oh, is not... See, you spend all this time making sure mine's working. Yeah. You don't focus on yourself. There we are. That sounds much better. That was really creepy, that. Well, yeah. coming up on the David Eagle podcast this week, that... Find out what that little clip pertains to, that creepy bit of whispering going on. That was really scary. <laughs> the weird thing about it is that was recorded with binaural microphones. So there were, you know, I put the microphones in my ears. So it records as if you're actually, as the perspective of hearing. So I could hear your voice coming from behind me. And this weird, <laughs> sinister whispering going on. And that's not where I'm sitting right now. That was really weird. Anyway, find out what that all pertains to on this week's David Eagle podcast. We'll get into that very shortly. Also, it's the return of regular features, Cassette Roulette, where, as mentioned in the uh, little clip there, Ellie will put her hand in my big box. That alludes to the fact that my big box is full of cassettes. Whatever cassette Ellie takes, it's a a cassette taken from either recorded when I was a child up until my teenage years, whatever is on that tape, we'll press play and we'll hear it in Cassette Roulette. It's also the return of Herbal Tea of the Week. Mm. Impressive rating for last week's herbal tea, which was a sort of a very spicy infusion. A matcha latte. But will today's... Oh, the f- that was the phone. Now the phone's <laughs> ringing. My goodness. I think it'll be Sean Cooney on the phone. I'll... Hello. Hello, how are you doing? I'm very well. Right, we're back recording again. This is a very odd... Uh, <laughs> that was Sean Cooney, the young'un's very own Sean Cooney, making a guest appearance. We can just say he's a guest now on the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to credit him. There you go. So, 
Sean said hello. Sean's welcomed you to the podcast. We've welcomed you to the podcast. I think we were in the middle of telling you what was coming up. Mm. We've just talked about the Herbal Tea of the Week, haven't we? Yes. Also, what's the time, Mr. Eagle? It's an absolute epic one this week. Let's not say any more. It's epic for, well, for two reasons. Um, yeah, two there are reasons. T- actually a number of reasons. More than that. Yeah. We've got some new exciting locations where yeah. Ellie hoisted her what's the time, Mr. Eagle question upon me. And we also have... Well, just let's not let's not yeah, say stop, anymore. Let's, stop hinting. No, let's not say anymore. Uh, is there anything more? Oh, God, is there anything more? Of course there is. We have got a special guest on the phone. We can't say who at the moment, even though I might have already put who if, in the podcast description if you've read that far. This person will be playing a very special game, which I think I'm going to call Songbird Smackdown. Find out what that's all about and more mm-hmm. on this week's David Eagle Podcast. And I need to get some water. <laughs> Where have I put my bottle? I don't know. Oh, it's gone underneath your chair. Uh, spare with us, listeners. Do you want me to grab it for you? Uh, I'm just more interested in getting my bottle of water at the moment. <laughs> I've got another blow to do. <laughs> <laughs> Do. <laughs> <laughs> you enjoying this, listeners? <laughs> oh dear. If you want to donate, by the way, if you want this podcast to continue, uh, davideagle.co.uk. There's so many things that I think you'd edit out and you just <sighs> don't. <laughs> oh, what's ridiculous about it is how scripted it all is as well. Every every nose blow is scripted. I mean, if people listen back to the uh, the first lockdown podcast, there's a, a ah. lengthy discussion discussion, isn't there, of uh, how we have to have a meeting, oh, discuss yes. and plan the script. Exactly, Ellie. Um, and then after recording, of course, have our post- debrief. Yeah. Yeah. Trousers off. Yeah. Talking of the first lockdown podcast, The Eagle is Stranded, which was the first 60 days of lockdown one in March when we were told (laughs) we'd be in the house for three weeks. It's very good that you uh, mentioned that, Ellie, because that relates to the clip that uh, I accidentally played that freaked us both out with the binaural recording. It honestly sounded like the voice was coming from behind us. (laughs) It was weird. (laughs) Because we had someone who left a comment, Ellie, a more, I think they're called. Yeah. I don't know if that's how you say their name or not she's been listening to the lockdown podcasts so it's really odd and that's the odd thing with podcasts is that you can be listening to one from last May or something which is what she was doing yeah. and then suddenly you think oh I want to comment on that Yeah. so I just got a comment from Amore what did she say she's, she's put in your midnight stroll May 2020 you heard? Yeah, I don't say don't oh, say okay. what we heard because that's Am what I we're going to do. For a different comment. No, no, you're not. You've okay. read the right comment okay. out, but I've Cute. stopped you just in the nick of time because yeah. what was heard on the midnight walk. So we did a, a walk, Ellie and I. Yes. We went out and uh, we heard some interesting sounds. Mm. And Amore is commenting is because we didn't know what the sounds were, nope. what the bird calls were, and uh, she has heard. And um, eight months later, so what I thought we would do, Ellie, is mm. rather than just you read the comment out, we could play the clip Ooh. and we could see if any listeners who may have not heard that clip before or if they've suddenly developed ornithology skills in the interim period maybe mm. as one of their hobbies yep. over lockdown so we'll give them the chance to see if they can identify what it is then we'll tell you what Amore reckons it is and if yep. you disagree or have an opinion about that then you can get in touch with us as well start the raging ornithology debate so here is a clip taken from our midnight walk at some point in May last year see if you can recognise what these sounds pertain to. Last week on... Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe when I heard when we heard that sound. I thought it sounds like me there doing a jingle. <laughs> Very strange, but it's only it's the mating call of the bittern, that one. Uh, anyway, here's the clip. Oh, what's going on? I heard a bird. Oh, yes. It's a bird, listeners. I'd further down in my ears. Quite investigate. He's ahead of us, isn't it? I think if we keep walking forward, we're pretty close to where the bird is now. It sounds like it's just the one bird. Oh. You think that's a dog? Or a bird? 
That's not a dog, is it? That's a bird. I've not heard a bird make that sound before. Well, not since that night in Blackpool. <laughs> I don't know if there's any ornithologists listening. So I'm assuming that's an owl. I don't know if you've got any thoughts about what that was, listeners. <laughs> Apart from an, a brilliant uh, podcast that you can listen to, it was The Eagle Has Stranded, episode 50. But now let's head back to Amore's message. She says, In your midnight stroll, May 2020, you heard a fox mating call and a female barn owl. Wow, that's impressive how she knows it's female. Yeah. I wonder what the difference is then between the male and the female barn owl call. Maybe uh, we'll have to get Amore on the podcast. Let us know, Amore, if you want to come on the podcast and talk more about it. We look forward to hearing from you in November. But that's got nothing to do with Songbird Smackdown. Another bird-related feature. I'm sure you'll be well into that, Amore, as we talk more bird-based... Uh, <laughs> You're just twittering on now, David. Oh, very good. That's that's our out. That's the punchline. Well read, well read, Ellie, on that script there. I remember when we first thought about that, and we thought you and I thought I let's came up with a line. Yeah. I said, "But let's give Ellie a good line." I thought, yeah. and you've delivered it absolutely brilliant. I Ellie. mean, what people don't realise is every single thing I say is scripted by you. It's none of it's my own creation. Put your hand in my big box, pull out a cassette We have no idea right now what's on it yet But then we press play, we'll hear what we get It's time to play a game we call Cassette Roulette Ellie Skinner, you need to fetch a big box of cassettes What will today's tape bring us? Let's find out as I... Oh, Ellie's got the box I've put my hand in and oh, I was meant to oh yeah, you're going oh, to do it. You're going to put your hand you in. You hold it. Oh, hang on. Right. <laughs> someone's just turned on this podcast. There you go. There we are. Someone's just walked into uh, the room where someone's listening to this podcast now, and we're going. Oh, I thought I was meant to put my hand in, and you hold it. <laughs> you think, what the bloody hell is this? So. That's the sound of the tape. What's going to happen is Ellie is going to leave the room. I'm going to have a little tentative listen of what's on the tape, find some interesting bits and we'll come back and we will chat about them and we'll play them in this week's Cassette Roulette. It's time to play a game we call Cassette Roulette. Well, Ellie, yeah. we're back here. Mm-hmm. I've had a little listen. It's a continuation, essentially, of uh, last week. It's Ooh. a different tape, but it's the same idea. So, as I say, last week on the tape were some talk shows, weren't they, from the local area. Yeah. Some very interesting characters, a bit of uh, sexism, a bit of xenophobia. It was all represented in the Teesside late-night talk shows in the late 90s, mid-90s. I think we're probably around about the same time frame as well. Actually, it must have been a little bit later, because one of the talk show hosts is... the predecessor of one of the previous ones. Uh, successor. So, successor, yeah. <laughs> Why did I put that on the script? That mistake was a silly thing. <laughs> I think I just did it as a little educational thing because they like to keep it educational. I thought I'll deliberately say the wrong word, Ellie will correct me, people will learn a thing or two there. We know a lot of people who haven't got English as their first language users learn a bit more about the English language, don't they? And to hone their English skills as and you can imagine. And how to complain about women drivers. That was what one of the people were talking about on the uh, talk show last week. That's yeah. not what I was doing before. <laughs> You. I mean, that would be a bit ridiculous, being a, as, as someone who's blind, if I had a theory that women drivers are terrible. Now we head to one of the evening talk shows, Ellie. Yeah. And this is back to TFM again, where we were last week. And uh, our slightly sexist friend who was presenting last week has left, and he's been replaced by this guy. I don't know. I mean, maybe there's something to be said for the fact that if you're a bit of a shock jock, you get more people calling in, because I get the feeling that this guy hasn't really got many callers. Okay. And I think what's happening is he's absolutely desperate, um, as you'll hear, because when this uh, particular lady who he's meant to be speaking to doesn't pick up the phone, doesn't answer Mm -hmm. the phone, he he gets a little bit panicky here. Donna. Donna. Donna, Donna, Donna. Donna, Donna, Donna. Donna, 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 Donna. Donna's not listening to her phone donna's listening to the radio donna 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 <laughs> donna donna donna's not so you were you because not if you had loads of callers you might only like go, go donna 
No, Don doesn't seem to be there. We'll move on. But if you haven't yeah. got many callers, he's just like, Don, oh, please. Donna, 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 Donna. Donna's not there. So we will uh, we will leave her on on one side, and uh, we will find somebody else in a moment on the uh, on the TFM talking. <laughs> uh, give us a call. Give us a call. Yeah. <laughs> He's clearly got not got anyone there. And you can tell maybe that uh, maybe the callers are few and far between, and uh, the only callers that this guy seems to be getting are people he doesn't want to speak to, as you'll hear with this uh, call coming in now. Who's on seven? Um, uh, Mark. Mark. Hello. <laughs> Hello, Mark. <laughs> Hello, Mark. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Hi. It's fascinating stuff, isn't it? <laughs> eh? <laughs> it's a good job like I recorded need... this because no one else. These uh, these recordings probably don't exist anywhere else. No. They've been deleted. But fortunately, I've managed to archive them, and I'm bringing it out to an international audience now. Hello, Mark. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Hi. Hi. You sound like you're on the moon. Pardon? You sound like you're on the moon. I am. I'm on the man in the moon, man. Oh, right. Fine. Well, then, shine brightly somewhere else and don't waste our time. He's clearly annoyed. You can hear him talking <laughs> through gritted teeth, can't you? It's not normally I do this, but I'm going to have a little rest, I think. <laughs> uh, and I'm, I'm actually going to play a record. <laughs> Off he goes. <laughs> Off what was he the goes. songs? Oh, that's a good point. Oh, should we try and... Hang on. I don't know. It's not like me doing it would help. It sounds like the start of maybe Take That. You know the song? What's the song that goes... It's not Never that. Never forget. I don't know. Can anyone like that? Because I don't think Shazam's going to get that, is it? No, I think it's too short for Shazam. Too short. I mean, we could try. Got it. Did you start it when... Ooh. Oh! God, if it gets it oh, from... Okay. What? I Love the Way You Love Me by Boyzone. That is unbelievable that it got it from that. <laughs> That's incredible that it got it from that. We should play it to we check. We should play it to check. I don't think I even recognise that as a... I don't even recognise it as a song, no. It is! That's impressive, that. I do not recognise this at all. Yeah, but you weren't a teenage girl in the 90s. I wasn't a teenage girl in the 90s, no. Just don't know if that comes as a surprise to any of you, but it's quite right. Um, I mean, I'm a bit frustrated that you said that, Ellie, because I was hoping that people, you know, wait for the book to come out before you make such revelations, but you're quite right. Okay, so this next one, I don't hear the start of the conversation because I'm just flicking through the radio things, but then what must have happened is I thought this sounds like it's going to be interesting. I'd obviously then decided it was worth recording, so you'll hear how the, whatever I was, there was something like sport or something, mm. I then just start recording over that because of this next bit. We're returning back to our presenter, who in fairness has now got a caller, and it's getting quite interesting. And another blue for a good four, five minutes. If you and he have a relationship, even if it's as innocent as the driven snow, even if there's no sex, even if you don't even have a cuddle, if somebody finds out about this and you go through with it, this guy could possibly lose his job. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What do you think's happening there, Eddie? Is it someone who's got a crush on their teacher or something? OK, well, let's find out, because a little bit later, the following call occurs. Yeah. Well, it's just a quick call. Um, you know about Rachel? I do. Well, she's from our school. No, I don't want you to tell me no, which school. No. Mm. just like to set the record straight that it's all lies. It's all lies. Is it? Yeah. And she, she, she does, she really likes him, but he, he's, he's, like, he, he's not bothered. Right. Well, I'm very pleased to hear it, girls, to he be perfect. Like, want to stick up for our teacher because he's like, he's a regular teacher. Yeah. So there we are. Wouldn't it be great if we could get in touch with all these people? It's a shame you can't do Shazam for people like that. You know, you just, like, play the clip and it'll go, oh, and I know who you're talking about. Brings up their Facebook profile. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I don't know if we'll ever be able to track them down. But if you can help us, Amore, get in touch <laughs> with the show. Donna. Donna. Donna, Donna. Donna, 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 Donna. Donna's not there. What's the time, Ellie Skinner? It's time to play What's the Time, Mr Eagle? Some people get a thrill from TV 
giant crime I would rather play a game where I guess the time I don't wanna be embroiled in matters illegal I'd rather play a game of what's the time, Mr. Eagle The jingle says it all Actually, it doesn't say anything really, does it? Um, <laughs> it doesn't really say what the feature so is. It just says that I don't want to commit crime. I'd rather play this game. The basic idea of the game is that uh, Ellie, over the course of the week, asks me the question, what's the time, Mr. Eagle? I don't know when she's going to ask me where we might be, what we might be doing, but she will ask me, what's the time, Mr. Eagle? She'll be recording and she'll be recording my answers and we'll see how close or how far away I get. We'll be totting up the statistics, uh, the three times that she asks me, we'll be finding out a total, we'll be dividing that by three and finding out our average, we'll be finding out whether I'm guessing too late or too early, more than each one, we'll have statistics on that, and we'll see if we can beat my personal best, which is currently five minutes. Also, Ellie, uh, yep. have you got the statistics for the totals and the averages yes. based on the previous weeks? Yeah. Give us those stats. So, week one, you were overall 82 minutes out across three guesses. You guessed early twice and late once and that gave you an average of 27.33 minutes. Week two, you had a total of 67. No, you didn't. 62, I believe. Six, 68, actually. You had an average, uh, a total, sorry. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm doing so well. <laughs> Shall we, I tell you right, what, week two, why don't we play a bit of boys on and we'll come back. <laughs> week two, you guessed late three times. Your total was 68 minutes, so your average was 22.66. So, so it's improving. Yes. Let's see whether I improve this time in an absolute epic. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? I'm going to go for 25 minutes past four o'clock. Oh, 3.52. Oh! <laughs> What's the time, Mr. Eagle? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? Oh, this is a very exciting moment. This is our first alfresco. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? We're by a river. Will I be in the floor? Yeah. Let's find out. 2.29. Oh, it's 2.18. What's the time, Mr. Eagle? Okay, this is a very exciting moment because I've just received a message and it's from a celebrity guest. It's from the folk singer Alex Cumming and he has just asked me the following question. Hey, what's the time, Mr. Eagle? Oh, you don't feel affronted, Ellie, that this has occurred? Well, I mean, I don't have many jobs, and I'm being <laughs> shunted out of one of them, but it's fine. Uh, I like Alex. It's... Well, I mean, Alex might even get involved with the shunting as well. Maybe you'd be shunted <laughs> out with the shunting, but uh, anyway. What do I think the time is? Three minutes past nine. Oh, my God. David Eagle, it's three minutes past nine. Oh, my goodness! <laughs> Oh, Alex, look what you've done. Look at the magic you've brought, oh. Alex. I mean, I don't know if it counts fully. He did send that message at 19 minutes past six on Thursday. Oh. So in some ways, a, yeah. in some ways you're quite out yeah. and in other ways you are dead. I can't believe you've got that dead on. What's the time, Mr. So in week three, I'm, my personal best cannot be beaten. Well, in some ways it can be beaten because I suppose I could get zero twice. Yeah. I could be bang on twice or bang or on three, three times. Time. So don't worry, listeners, if you're thinking, well, does that mean the feature's going to come to an end already? No, there's still many things to be had. Plus, I've got to, of course, keep trying to get that total and average score down as far as it can go, which, of course, is zero. That's what you want. Zeros all across the board. It could be months. It could be years. It could be decades before this done. Maybe I'll be handing this to my children. I'm not even sure whether I want to have children, but I might have to have children just so they can play What's the Time, Mr. Eagle, in generations to come. The first one, I was 33 minutes out. Guessed too late again. Well, I guessed too late twice. Got bang on once. The second one, I was 11 minutes out. Making for a total yeah. of 44. Divide that by three, Ellie, and you get 14.667, I believe. Yeah. A massive improvement there. I mean, the excitement of getting dead on, yeah. that was quite something. You were so happy. And, and the, it happened. the look of excitement on your face was And delightful. it happened again today. It did. We were watching the panel show, Would I Lie to You? Well, we'd like to play a bit of a game. So in the... 
game where they get someone out. It's called This, this is, is My. Mine. So they bring somebody out and you, they, they, each person has to say, this is my friend, whatever, and I know this person because. And you have to establish which one is telling the truth. And we allow ourselves, before Rob Brydon announces what the name of the person is, we allow ourselves three guesses each. And we've been doing this since the series started. So Because we've been doing a lot of obviously, TV watching over yeah. lockdown. How many series are we in now to what I lied to you about? 11 series or something. something? So we allow ourselves three guesses. And of course, each single time, the three names that we guess, it's never that person's never name. That person. Well, in the last episode, and cover your ears if you play this game at home as well, I said I'm going to go for John, Bill or Mary. And sure enough, Rob Brydon announced that the person was John. And I could not believe it. I was so oh. excited about that as well. And talking of Rob Brydon, that sort of links us to our next item. But at the time, I had no idea. The reason we got this guest on, it was nothing to do with Rob Brydon. I wasn't even aware of his Rob Brydon <laughs> connection. In fact, I wasn't even aware of the Rob Brydon connection until we'd said goodbye and stopped recording. And then we had a bit more of a chat and then he happened to mention something. It just came up in conversation. And I thought we've got to start recording again. So this is a two-part conversation. <laughs> the first part is the original reason that we got him on for, which is to take part in our game and just have a chat with him in general. Because we thought when he sent a message saying, what's the time, Mr. Eagle? And he also said that uh, cassette roulette resonates with him as well because he has a lot of childhood tape recordings. I thought we've got to get him on the podcast and have a bit of a chat with him. It's our good friend, the folk singer Alex Cumming in the teacups, living in Massachusetts. Massachusetts. How do you say that? <laughs> Massachusetts. That's how Ellie says it. That's, uh, I imagine, how you actually say it, yes. <laughs> He's in America. So this is part one of our conversation with Alex Cumming. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Alex. <laughs> I don't know if you'll be able to see us because I think we've got video turned off. We have got video turned off. Yeah, well, that's all right. That'll save a bit There's of bandwidth. There's little face. Oh, can you see Alex? That, that, you, can, you can see my little face. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like this could be... And a, he switched it off. Then. We should have done, like, a special treat for donators. <laughs> you could have seen Alex's face, but uh, a special bonus. He's, in, he's naked as well. He, he got the memo. <laughs> How are you doing, Alex? I'm all right, thank you. How are you two doing? Oh, We're gosh. very good. Well, you've sort of had your weekly updates of us, but we haven't had yeah. any kind of update regarding you, really, apart from your message where you propositioned me in a, in a time-based <laughs> manner. But I thought, since you'd propositioned me uh, and asked me what the time was, I mean, I say propositioned, I just literally mean he asked me what the time was, listeners. There was no more to it than that. Uh, when he said AOP, that was not part of the proposition. It was just a, a Yorkshire greeting there. Uh, but, um, How do you know? You don't know my intent. Organisers. <laughs> <laughs> when, when Scrabble gets saucy. I thought what we would do is we might play a little bit of a game with you. And it's a game, uh, Alex, that I devised uh, yesterday based on the fact... Do you remember uh, last week? Well, of course you will. You remember it word for word, I'm sure. But on the <laughs> podcast, I said that uh, we've been looking at TikTok because obviously the whole sea shanty phenomenon has gone absolutely crazy on TikTok. And uh, we kind of ended up watching sea shanties, but then ended up straying into completely odd territory like bathroom cleaning tips and monkey opening various <laughs> gifts and playing with them. I watched that one too for way longer than I could. Yeah, it's, it's weird, yeah. isn't it? What it is, is it's people sending in gifts for the monkey to open. I mean, if you want to do that, listeners, if you'd like Ellie to open... I'm well, Ellie I could was thinking <laughs> you, it's probably more fun if no, you, as a blind person, I reckon open them, David, get you, rather than me. I reckon we get you dressed up as a monkey, get you in a monkey costume... <laughs> Um, anyway, you weren't meant to tell people about that. A up. One, <laughs> one of the things we strayed into was singing parrots. Parrots who have learned to imitate actual songs, and it's some of it, Alex, is absolutely incredible. Like they, they, they're so good, I cannot believe it. They're actually in key as well, and the, the song isn't playing. They're not just singing along to the song. They're in their cage or whatever on the perch, just singing a song, and the actual song isn't playing. So I thought what we might do is we might put you and the parrot both to the test and we might see whether the parrot is good enough air for you to work out what the song is or if you're good enough to work out what the song might be I don't know what we're going to call this feature we come I mean I'm thinking maybe pop-up parrots uh, parody music is another thing that I came up with like party music parody music or songbird smackdown perhaps <laughs> maybe we should call it a songbird smackdown I think that's quite yep. an alluring yep, title isn't it and I'm going to play you these parrot clips and see if you can work out what the parrot is singing and then we'll see if you're right 
because uh, what I've done is I've got the original track and then I've superimposed the parrot singing over the top so that we can hear <laughs> we can hear how accurate it actually is and some of these are absolutely staggering so Alex I ask you completely rhetorically are you ready to play Songbird Smackdown well I'm here now we better get it over <laughs> <and run with. laughs> here we go then <laughs> That's, that's just you. That's you. No, no. <laughs> I can that's, guarantee... that's David Eagle singing Old MacDonald. <laughs> Old MacDonald had a farm. You are right, Alex. Let's move to number two. My my first impression yes. is that I'm really jealous that that parrot is performing to an audience. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but can you work out oh. what the song is, Alex? To be honest, I was listening to that and mostly feeling jealous, so we probably need to we'll say it again. Go. We'll do it again. <laughs> Okay, so tune is off, but words are so clear to me there. Really? To me, that sounds more like, you know, like Punch and Judy. Uh, it has got a Punch and Judy kind of feel it to it. Has. I it? can't yeah. give you it, but I will give you a clue just in case. Ooh. Here we go. Here's your clue coming up. Woof, woof! Never before have I wanted David Eagle whooping at me, but now. Yeah, <laughs> and a, a special treat. I even turned my video on for that bit as well. But you don't want to know about that, listeners. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blushing. I'm blushing. Still no idea. Oh, well, that was a very. I mean, that was definitely a good clue. Was it, it was. How much is that doggy in the wind? It yes. was. I'm going to play one more yeah. time to see if you can hear it this time. So you got that now? It's so bloody obvious now, you, now <laughs> yeah, you've watched yeah. me. Once you've tuned your ear Once into parrot voices. In. Yeah. OK, and now it gets more exciting now, Alex, because... Oh, does it? <laughs> so they're not using singing, but rather using whistling. But can you work out what the song it is whistling is? Any ideas the there? The Adams Family. It was yeah. indeed. First one through. Actually, in key as well. Exactly. <laughs> this is what David has just been so amazed by. Yeah. Over the last day, he's been so excited to find that they're all in key. It's impressive. <laughs> That's amazing. It's not only is it singing though, Alex. It's also doing a it's thing with its percussion. beak as well. It's doing the tick tick. <laughs> It's doing the tap tap with <laughs> so its beat. There's with the beat. A, in the video, there's an upturned bowl and it kind of goes over and then headbutts it with its beak after whistling. So it's yeah. even more impressive. It's very impressive. Okay. What's, what's more impressive is that uh, Mr. David Eagle uh, put the video on again and was recreating it with, yeah. uh, with a fake beak in a bowl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that exactly. took quite a while to make yeah. that papier mache. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, it's a shame we honestly we need to do a visual version of this, don't we? Because the <laughs> the amount of props involved it's absolutely ridiculous. Okay, yeah, production Alex. value is amazing. I'm <laughs> I, I'm amazed. It's really good. So so far you have got two out of three. Let's see how you I go. I would say three out of three. No, I did not get how much is that doggy in the window. He did after no, he did gave not. The I had to say woof woof. That's not the bloody parrot doing that. All right. Clearly two out of three so Fine. far. Right. Here here we go. go. Next one, number four. <laughs> You're a great singer. Yes, you are. Oh, boy. That last bit wasn't a Paris. That was uh, the man <laughs> saying that. You're a great singer, apparently. But, well, I agree there. But can you identify what the song was, Alex? I can. I First of all, that guy sounds annoying. Um, <laughs> but the Which... parrot... Very yeah. talented. <laughs> um, somewhere over the rainbow. Yeah. Oh, let's um, find out. Mr. Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, not so in tune there, unless he was trying harmonies, maybe. <laughs> if you do not put that somewhere in the middle of a DJ mix someday, I'm going to be really upset. Well, I am thinking, because we're always looking now. The, the, the whole TikTok thing has just completely astounded me. And one thing you can do, obviously, on TikTok, Alex, is those duet things, can't you? I think you might have <laughs> done yeah. some... Yeah. I might have duetted with you. You've put some sea shanties up, haven't you? And people have done some duets with you. I was thinking we could maybe do like a remix of all the different parrots, but we could have the videos in there as well. So we could do like a parrot mashup. Uh, but you shouldn't be mashing up parrots, David. Never the mash RSPB up parrots. That is, be here. That's a good point. Nice, good bit of disclaimer action Thank there you. from Ellie. Okay, let's move to the next one. See how you do. So so far you've only dropped one, uh, as it were, Alex. But uh, fortunately, <laughs> as I said, the, the, the video isn't on for the listeners. Here we go then. Next one. <laughs> Any ideas? No, but it does make me recall the days I used to watch The X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> it is Rihanna. Rihanna with Eminem. He doesn't do the rapping, unfortunately, the parrot. So I'll play you the original with the parrot over the top. This is unbelievably uncanny. Brilliant! I, I was worrying when you mentioned this is what the game was going to be that I would need some sort of knowledge of music. Um, <laughs> it appears it's now starting to let me down. <laughs> well, in fairness, you didn't know how much is a dog in the window. Well, I was starting to get a little bit worried about that, but uh, let's see how you get on with this one. it is firstly. no but it, you know remember that um that recording you played of yourself getting angry because you couldn't figure out how to record something <laughs> with those cassettes it sounds yeah. like a, a young angry david eagle <laughs> i mean this one is absolutely incredible so it well it's clearly of the metal genre and that is what i absolutely love about it the fact that it's it's got singing. the metal like the scream down. Well, the song is Drowning Pool. Let the bodies hit the floor. Let's have a listen to the. This is how it sounds. So that's what it's doing. So let's hear it now with the actual song with the parrot <laughs> over the top. Here we go. <laughs> I'm going to have some very strange dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Please put some angry David Eagle um, over the top of this. <laughs> <laughs> So there we are. That is absolutely incredible. So they're multifaceted, these parrots. They can do... Um, Any genre. They can do How Much Is That Dog in the Window? They can do Rihanna, and then they can do proper sort of death metal type thing. This right. is your next project. You need to buy yourself a parrot. I mean, there is a part of me that would absolutely we, love it. Yeah, we were watching the videos and thinking, it's so tempting <laughs> yeah. to get... There was that story a while ago, wasn't there, from a zoo. They had to uh, lock up a parrot inside because it kept swearing at children. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what the next one is then, Alex. <laughs> I mean, that is absolutely incredible. <laughs> I knew that was straight away. I'll play it again. 
the vibrato. That's incredible. Not only has it got the vibrato, but it's got that kind of ah it's as it goes accent. up. You know, ah. I was going to say, it sounds like it's learned auto-tune, which is incredible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that was an absolute crazy. With the Rihanna one, just out of interest, I put it into like an auto-tune thing, and it didn't really have anything to correct. The parrot was ah. so spot on. It's brilliant. <laughs> but no idea what it is, though. No, my... my um, yeah, I'm not very a, musical. It is a pop one. It's a it's one from the hit pop. parade. It's Beyonce. If I were a boy, I'll play the original with the parrots. <laughs> so, there we are. That's. <laughs> If I were a boy, sings the parrot. Maybe he could do its own version. If I were a pretty boy. <laughs> right. This is one of the most bizarre experiences <laughs> Zoom I've ever had. Um, there are, I think, two more. No, there are three more to go, Alex. <laughs> You're welcome. If you, you need to get all three right in order to, to win, or if it's going to be a draw, if it's going to be 50%, you need to get two right. Let's see how you get on all right. with can I, this. Can I ask a question first? Yes, of course you can. Which is, I, I've got to work really hard to win this what do i win you win the pride and the um, and the the admiration of the podcast listenership alex which is essentially you so the pod I, I, yeah okay i'm i'm on it i'm concentrating okay I'm here we the go zone. then Any ideas? But isn't it that, that I don't know the name? Is it that classical piece that goes? <laughs> <laughs> it is. Yes. Oh, I don't know. Uh, well, no, I'm giving him that point. Yeah, I'm blending two together now in my head. You've done. But, no, you've got it. No, 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 they, no that it. was perfect. Go on, have a guess who might have created it. Famous classical composer. Come on, famous, most famous. The big bloke who sings loudly. Most famous <laughs> classical, most famous classical composer. If you had to think of any classical yeah. composer, what's the most famous that everyone would know? You'd never guess I used to perform classical music, would you? Uh... I'll give you a clue. Castlecraft. Castle. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Think of a what? Yeah. Think of a part of the castle. It's not the drawbridge. It's the goes around it. But <laughs> m- m- moats. Airplane? No. You are joking. You're joking. Come on. No, I'm not. Mort. Classical composer. Mort. Actually. <laughs> but, but. Mort. Something but, and craft. Mort. Car. Mort. Mort. Mozart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. God. <laughs> well, there goes your audition. Can I, can I put a prize? My kids have not been sleeping well recently. I'm just uh, putting that in here now. Also, this is, this he is, is morning for you, isn't it? Yeah, he is a folk singer, oh, in fairness. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there goes your job on Classic FM. My goodness. Let's hear how it sounds. I'll put a bit of reverb on for the parrot here. <laughs> this isn't the parrot this bit. The parrot will come oh, in shortly. Here comes the parrot. Okay, we're on to the final two, Alex. Nice easy one. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Any of course, ideas? It's, oh, my darling Clementine. It is indeed, Alex. And as we head to the final one, the clincher, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> That's very difficult, in fairness. That is, is, that, is that it? Was that that is it. That's all it oh, did. Right. This is the hardest one, I have to say. I'll do it one more. And, 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 the, version, and the version it's doing as well isn't even the most well-known version.
Wouldn't it be nice? Da, da, oh, da, no. Da, da. But oh. they did cover this song. really hard. <laughs> it is. It's why do fools fall in love? That's what they're singing there. I think it's the Jackson Sisters version. Jackson Sisters? Yeah. I don't know the Jackson The Jackson Sisters, Sisters version. Well, it's not the Diana Ross version, though, is it? Wouldn't it be great to have like, a, a parrot co-hosting the podcast and learning the jingles? What's the time, Mr. Eagle? And Are you trying to of kick thing. me off already? It's only well, be there. weeks. <laughs> <laughs> We're just oh. going to get a parrot for you to oh. chat to in, in a room. Well, in fairness, there are some pros. It might not be as have as big a vocabulary as, as you, but it'll be a lot easier to clean up. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, my friend, thank you very much for playing. You have been getting involved in sea shanties and TikTok. Have you any thoughts that you would like to express about that or any kind of advert? or anything that you would like to do? I was really excited about doing it for three videos. Right. <laughs> um, uh, so if you want to collaborate with me on any of those three videos, you can find me on TikTok. Yes. My challenge is to get a parrot to collaborate with Alex. That's the gauntlet is laid down there. Can we get a parrot? <laughs> oh, I'd love to hear a parrot imitating Alex. How can they find you, Alex? Not the, um, well, the parrots, but... <laughs> <laughs> Follow, follow the trail of birdseed. <laughs> well, on TikTok, I think it's Alex C. Folk Singer because I, I went on with my name, Alex Cumming, and apparently mm. due to community standards, I'm not allowed to use that. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's incredibly true, and I, my, my account was blocked. <laughs> That's, That's difficult. That's terrible. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, what about anyone from Phuket? Can they just literally not <laughs> or get Dick on there? Scunthorpe. What about Dick? Any Dick? Well, yeah, I'm just really grateful my name is not Richard because I yeah. would be well, yeah. deep crap. On YouTube, you've got a special sea shanty playlist, I believe. Oh, yeah. No, there's um, my band, The Teacups. We've put together a little shanty playlist of all of our shanties and sea songs that we've done, as well as some from my other band with uh, Nicola Beasley and yeah. Will and Rosie in The Teacups also have a duo. So you can go, I guess you go to theteacups.co.uk to find that playlist and you can get your shanty on. And if you've got a parrot, play one of those yes. tracks endlessly Just on repeat until non-stop. they can sing it. I mean, wouldn't it be brilliant if the parrot could, the diff, they'd be a few parrots and they can learn all the parts and do harmonies together. <laughs> I mean, that's the next thing. And then that does thing. mean you've got automatic subs whenever you need them for, yeah, for exactly. gigging. Yeah, exactly. Cassette roulette resonates with you. You've got oh, quite a few yeah. cassettes that have got similar things on us when you were a child. Oh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, I was li- listening, was it, you were talking about listening to like call-in phone shows as yeah. well and recording those. I've got loads of those i used to make radio shows as a kid and i used to interview my family and sing songs i would also try to like pretend to dj by like recording radio one and then trying to hit stop before they spoke over the top of it um, <laughs> yeah. so i could introduce it and i also used to hide in retrospect was not very well hidden because microphones have wires but i used to try and hide microphones around the house and spy <laughs> Um, on it, have like this spy radio show. Oh, well. wow. I used to yeah. put microphones around yeah. the house as well. And I'd also have speakers around the house sometimes so I could communicate to different rooms in the house. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I Less popular it. in the bathroom. In weeks <laughs> to come, we could have a, a guest cassette roulette. I think guest um, cassette roulette would be something. great. Because the thing is... Oh, but you know, you know what the sad thing is? Oh, hmm. dear, what a shame. No. Is I don't have any of them because, you know, I moved and I didn't bring them with me. So ah, but when the you're only t- way you'd be able to get them is by getting hold of my parents and well that's fine we I, do know, I do know your parents so I could <laughs> quite easily oh, do that <laughs> yeah strange names for your parents but uh, it doesn't seem to have done you any harm I mean they can't get on TikTok bollocks but, coming uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 <laughs> remember the time when I when you know that point in secondary school mm. where the joke went from being Alex is coming over here as in just walking over to yeah. being something else, something else. Mm. and I remember coming home I vividly remember it was an assembly and someone turning around and telling me an assembly in the row in front of me and then me coming home and I vividly remember asking mum and dad is, is, is it what it means? <laughs> oh, yes, sir. Goodness. It is time. <laughs> <laughs> 
So that's part one of our conversation with Alex Cumming. But as I said, there is a second part because when we stopped recording, he, we got into conversation about the last time we'd seen each other. And he said, I think that was just after the uh, the thing that I did with Rob Bryden. And I said, hang on a second, what was this all about? <laughs> Started recording again. So we're all going to hear about his experience with Rob Bryden and some other celebrities as well that went alongside that. Right now, though, it's time for the second Herbal Tea of the Week. Some folks like plain tea, others like tea herbally, but this is the feature that reviews herbal tea verbally. We'll give it a smell, we'll give it a drink, and then we will tell you what we think. Tea is the subject on which we will speak in our brand new feature, Herbal Tea of the Week. Oh, an exciting moment now, listeners. You join me. Ellie has just handed me a jar, which she's unable to open, and she's asked me, can I open the jar? If, presumably this is the jar of the tea. Yes, please. If I can't open it, then we'll this could be a very interesting feature, but a special extra bit of drama for you now. Not just Herbal Tea of the Week, but also can David Eagle open the jar? Maybe a weekly feature. Who knows? Thank He's you. opened the jar. There we go. Excellent. I'll just clip that bit there and uh, we can use that for maybe uh, the highlights package or something if we sort of do a YouTube compilation at some point. Each week we shall review a different tea, a different herbal tea, whatever tea it is, whether it's a tea bag, tea leaf, we've got it covered in boiling water. <laughs> well, not all the time, of course. Last week it was a milk concoction. It was made of oat milk and there was no water covering the tea. It was a delightful tea. Last week's tea, Ellie, which of course was? The Pucker Matcha Chai. Wonderful tea. We got off to a flying start. I think you got a grand total, or a tea total, as we call it, of 49. 47, I think. 47, was it? Yeah. Based on description out of 10. So basically, how interesting is the description? How alluring? is the description smell the aroma of the tea and the taste of the tea of course this time i can hear the kettle has boiled so this is a water-based tea ellie is pouring the water onto the tea so presumably this is a tea that needs to be poured from boiling of course yeah. always read the jar or the appropriate or whatever the package is because it will tell you at what degree centigrade you need to be pouring that tea on you do not want to scold the tea ellie skinner what is this week's herbal tea of the week this week's herbal tea of the week is from t2 which is an australian company i think and it's chiang mai chai which is a loose leaf flavored black tea wonderful we could continue the chai theme for a Perhaps a few weeks. Chai and chai again, as they say, Ellie, in the tea world. So we've got two to four minutes brewing time. I took out, she was laughing hysterically at that joke, listeners. It oh, might yeah, have sounded was, like she wasn't, but I've, I've obviously edited it out. I don't have an ego. Well, so I've just pointed out that I've edited out the 30 minutes of laughter there from Ellie Skinner. <laughs> Talk to me about Chiang Mai Chai. Like a fragrant Thai market, this lemongrass loaded chai will send your taste buds into overdrive. We've given traditional chai a mini makeover and loaded it with zesty lemongrass, ground in cardamom and a licorice kick. I do like it. I don't think it has the majesty with that alliterative quality of the other one, the magic, ma majestic matcha moment. Mm. It's kind of a little too markety for me in a way. Send your taste buds into overdrive. It's kind of, I don't know, I like it to sound more, less markety and more kind of poetic, if you know what I mean. And zesty lemongrass. Well, it's lemongrass. It's going to be zesty, isn't it? So I don't know. I'm going to give that and one. I've already said lemongrass. In the actual. They've called it lemongrass loaded and then and loaded it with zesty lemongrass. Yes, yeah. so repetition, that kind of thing. I'm going to give it over the five mark, but I can't go any further than six. Six for me. Yeah. You're going to go with that as well? I'm going to go with the six. There as is well. consensus on the description. Um, six for that, making it a description of I mean, 12. I don't know if this is going to change your thoughts at all, but we've got the ingredients list as well black tea, lemongrass, cinnamon, licorice root, cardamom, natural, and artificial flavouring. And then contains licorice, which is the warning for anyone with hypertension. No, I don't think we can class ingredients as part of the description because it is essentially just saying what is in the thing. Yeah, but it's the thing of artificial and natural flavourings. Like, what flavouring of what? Doesn't sound. an air of mystery. Doesn't sound. Yeah, it's not. What? Well, but artificial flavouring doesn't sound nice, does it? No. 
you don't think, oh, ooh, artificial flavouring. Oh, this is going to be good. Already, I'm not as sure about this tea, to be honest. I don't <laughs> like to hear the words artificial flavouring when it comes to teas. This is one either with or without oat milk. So we could do a try without and then we could do a try with. Pro tip for you here. If you're going to do try it with and without oat milk, my advice would be to try it without first. Because it's easier to add oat milk than it is to subtract oat milk. <laughs> unless you've got some very highly sophisticated filtration system. So professional tip for you there. I don't think uh, you were expecting that I when you listen to the podcast. The original description of 12. Yes. We're not changing that, okay? Oh, no, we're not changing that. So we've got a tea strainer teapot, and it's a glass one so we can see how strong the tea's got to. And it is a black tea, so it's got quite dark quite quickly. So there's quite a lot of steam coming off of this tea because it is still very hot. Okay, well, we don't need to taste it quite yet. It's no. time to give it a smell. So here we go. Oh, yes, those artificial flavourings are really <laughs> coming through very nice. <laughs> Oh, what's that smell I'm getting, Ellie? It's probably the lemongrass. I think it's the lemongrass and the cardamom. Yes, it's the lemongrass and the cardamom fusing together to create a, a mysterious smell. I really enjoyed that. It's a lovely, spicy, mm -hmm. dark, spicy, mysterious quality to it's it. It's got quite a strong depth of smell, hasn't it? It just hits. Yeah. I'm going to give that a seven for smell. Yeah, I like it. I'm going for an eight. My goodness, this is the first time in Herbal Tea of the Week history, I mean, it's the second weekend, that <laughs> Ellie has scored a tea rating higher than me. So 15 for smell, 12 for description. It's going to have to... Is it even possible to get it to catch up with our 47? We'd have to give this tea 10 out of 10 in order for it to even draw level with last week's tea. Let's see what happens. Okay, I'm going to taste it now without oat milk. My goodness. Oh, that's too much for me. That's very zesty, isn't it? Yeah. It has got quite a zing to it. Mm. I think this would work nicely if you brewed it really strongly and did it as a latte as well. Got a real edge to it that I kind of go, oh, I'm not sure about that. Have you got that? Have you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It hits the back of your throat. Yeah. It's quite... Hmm. Let's try it with oat milk before we make our decision, because I'm maybe thinking around about the six mark. But let's see what happens when you add oat milk, which will, of course, sweeten it, add a completely different dimension to it, and it might be able to either keep it at six. I'm doubtful it'll be able to elevate it to seven, but let's see what happens. It certainly tames that quality that we were talking about before at the back of the throat. Oh, with oat milk, it just makes it a really nice, smooth tea, actually. It mellows it, doesn't it? Mm. Oh, that's really changed everything. It's not quite as harsh. You'd think that something like lemongrass with the milky substitute would, would not clash. necessarily yeah. work. Well, this has really transformed this for me, mm. and I'm going to give it a seven. Oh! Oh, it's lovely. I'm happy with a seven. I'll go with a seven. So we add that to the list. We know it's not going to beat last week's. Interestingly, though, it is the same on taste. T2 Chiang Mai Chai has a teetotal Ellie of... 41. Six points behind our friend from last week. Paka Matcha Chai Latte. But it still, I think, qualifies as... Thank you, Benny. Herbal Tea of the Week will return next week. Don't you worry about that, my friends. But right now we return to Alex coming because he has an interesting story to tell us all about the time that he met Rob Brydon. You've done a game show with Rob Brydon. Tell us about this. I seem to remember them saying it was, this is like blankety blank, but not blankety blank or something along those lines. <laughs> and it was called The Guest List and they had two contestants and I won it and uh, Rob Bryden was host and I got, also got to hang out and meet Eamon Holmes, Kate Garraway, <laughs> Nick Hewer, <laughs> Helen Skelton and Bob Mortimer. Wow. That was the exciting one. Oh, yeah. Not many of them talked to me. Eamon Holmes was lovely because I was walking with a stick because I have arthritis and stuff and he was really lovely when we got to chatting and he was talking about his experiences and hoping I get better and we had a nice long chat and it was, oh, yeah. Hmm. I wanted to meet Bob Mortimer really, but you know, Eamon Holmes. <laughs> <laughs> Two memories from this game show, which was hmm. really fun. Well, one, I won on the TV screen, like on the show, I won a Lady Gaga impersonator for my wedding. Oh, <laughs> was it a parrot? 
But then off screen, I couldn't tell anyone, but I'm telling you now because it was an awful show and it was many moons ago. I took uh, £1,000 instead. Oh, <laughs> that seems brilliant. like a good option. I think. Yeah. My ultimate favourite memory from that whole show was the production team coming up to me and saying, can you stop being funny because you're getting in the way of Rob Brydon? <laughs> wow. <laughs> and I was very proud and you... I can't really use that as a quote ever, but that makes me so happy. You were, you were just kept doing your small man in a box routine yeah, and yeah like, that was it yeah and Ronnie Corbett <laughs> yeah Ronnie Corbett <laughs> and, uh, well it works absolutely perfect because two of the things we've been talking about is what's the time Mr Eagle and would I lie to you have a bit of a connection and mm. come up in conversation just before we speak to you on the podcast so you by oh. listening to the podcast you can find out all about that so it's all come full circle here next you're going to be telling us not only have you got the cassette roulette thing that's come back full circle as well next you're going to be telling us that you've won some uh, herbal tea aficionado of the year award or something well actually I, <laughs> you say that I did actually want a competition with celestial seasonings herbal teas oh <laughs> is this you a joke just... are you no no this is real <laughs> I... I mean that would be <laughs> what I wrote a song quite a long time ago called celestial tea when I was in mm-hmm. hospital when I first moved to the US it got entered into a celestial seasoning arts competition and I won and I won a year supply of tea and <laughs> of sleepy time herbal tea um, and I was a national competition winner for this herbal tea competition. Interesting. Yeah. You spent a lot of time in America because you've dropped the H now. It's herbal tea. Oh, it's because I'm lazy. <laughs> it's because you're so sleepy from all that chamomile. Yeah. Can't say anything. Yeah, yeah, Although yeah. you are from Somerset, so maybe that's yeah. how they would say it. Herbal tea. So. Herbal tea yeah. of the week. It's kind of a combination of the two, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, amazing. so yes, is I have won a herbal tea competition, and I was even on NPR and everything about it. So you know. Wow, national public yeah. radio. So that's uh, what is your favourite herbal tea then, Alex? Maybe we can review your uh, uh, herbal tea of your choosing at some point. So my favourite one at the moment because it's a good winter warmer. Mm. Oh, that was Somerset. It comes out now, doesn't it? (laughs) (laughs) My favourite is not Sleepy Time anymore because I had a year supply which lasted about four years. Yeah. Um, So I'm not a fan of that anymore. But I do like. You've only just woken up. Yeah. Oh, the world's it's changed quite a lot since I've worked. <laughs> My you had this crazy dream tea. about Rob Brydon, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Alex. Could you stop lady being funny and getting the to wear a at a vegan's wedding? It's horrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, as Ellie says, you, you, can you stop being funny? You're getting in my way here. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Celestial seasonings, apple and cinnamon tea. And it's really gorgeous. It's a real winter warmer. It's a really good, strong taste. And you can have it with milk, which is not a thing you do with herbal tea normally. But it really gives a really warm, cosy, wonderful winter feeling. Well, there you go, Ellie. I think that's what we call the show. I think that's what we call the David Eagle podcast. And fourth week in, I have... Well, it's really odd. I've got... I haven't done a gig for absolutely ages, and then two gigs come along at the same time. Gigs are nothing like buses, before anyone wants to make such a facile comment. Keep that kind of obvious, predictable (laughs) nonsense to yourself. Thank you very much. Sorry, it's a bit bad that I've had a bit of a go at you there. It's been a hard... (laughs) It's been a hard time for us all. I'll I'll try and chill out a little bit right at the end of the podcast as well. And I have a great... I have a go at the audience. Uh, I mean, they were just... I, I know what they were just doing. They had their internet browser open. They were just typing in davideagle.co.uk. They were looking to see where they can donate to the podcast. And then I shouted at them. And they're yeah. thinking, well, maybe... So some people are thinking, I'm not going to donate. I didn't like that at all. Other people are thinking, oh, that aroused me. I enjoyed that when he shouted at me. I'm going to put a bit extra money yeah. in. Maybe we could do a special thing where I shout at the listeners. I scold the listeners. Maybe in a scolding sense in terms of shouting. Maybe scolding in terms of pouring herbal teas over you. Uh, anyway, <laughs> but you can be shouted at for longer. I'm doing a 90-minute gig at something called Live to Your Living Room. I'll be singing a variety of songs, some my own, some other people's, and I'll be telling some stories. That's on February the 20th. You can find that at livetoyourlivingroom.co.uk. Is that right? I said it is a Probably. question. It's a dot .com. Dot .com? Livetoyourlivingroom.com. Oh, Look at that. I'll plush. Livetoyourlivingroom.com. My name is David Eagle. I assume you're aware of that by now, you know. <laughs> 
If you haven't worked that out from the David Eagle podcast. No, but maybe someone has just walked in into the room and their friend's listening and maybe their friend's gone out of the room. Maybe they think, I need to lie down after that after story from Alex. Off. Yeah, maybe after the telling off. I need to lie down. They've left the podcast running. Their friend's walked in. They say, I like the sound of this man. Where can I hear more? They don't know it's the David Eagle podcast. They now do. And they've now already bought tickets to come and see me at Live to Your Living Room. So thank you very other much. Gig, David. My other gig I was offered by Boothby Graffo, the comedian Boothby Graffo, who's been on this show before. In the Lockdown One, The Eagle is Stranded episodes, I'll be having a chat with him and we'll be swapping songs. Is in? He'll be singing a song, I'll be singing a song. We know, but I won't be singing his songs and he'll be singing my songs. Although that could be quite interesting, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, so that's on the 22nd of February. I don't think tickets are available for Just that yet. yet. I don't think they've come out yet, but they will, I'm sure, by Keep next week. Keep an eye week. on Twitter for that, I think. All the socials at the David Eagle on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok with my one video, my <laughs> shanty mashup video. I'm My next one, I think, is going to be some kind of duet with a parrot. It's going to be some parrot mix or something. We're going to... Anyway, Liam Eagle is providing the music that you can hear underneath. You can ask my brother. Uh, you can find out more about his music and listen to it at liameagle.bandcamp.com. And we're going to fade that out and end with a little bit more parrot singing now. The parrot singing the Rihanna monster is absolutely incredible that I'd thought, I wonder what it would be like if we just dropped Rihanna altogether and just put the parrot singing over the top of the instrumental. And as you'll hear, it's unbelievably uncanny as to how amazing that sounds. So I thought we'd fade out with a little bit extra parrot singing and we'll be back in week five. Are you trying to say something? I am trying to say something. I thought I could just see you waving your hands around. (laughs) I thought you were doing an impression of a parrot. (laughs) Very quickly, uh, thank you to those who have donated to the podcast so far. If you're not able to donate, that's absolutely fine. What would be be amazing and lovely is if you could go on iTunes and like and subscribe and review the podcast. Is it iTunes? It's not iTunes now. It's iTunes uh, on the computer. It's put the podcast app if you're on the, like, the iPhones yeah I mean it's all part of the same thing yeah. oh talking of podcasts I'm on a podcast oh, yeah. I'm on someone else's podcast <laughs> I'm on a podcast called TVI which is Two Vegan Idiots and it's by Carl Donnelly and Julian Dean the comedians very good comedians um, they've had some wonderful guests on there they've had Phil Nickel of course who was yeah. on our podcast at the start they've had Ramesh Ranganathan Bob Mills, Bob Mills and now they've got me so I mean they've started scraping the barrel but in fairness, they are on their 99th podcast or something. At least I wasn't the 100th. I hope they've got someone special for that. They're going to have to appease their listenership after, after having me on. You can listen to that. It's the TVI podcast. But, I mean, as I say... If you just go at the David Eagle, you can, on all the social media platforms, you can just find us all out. I'll just be tweeting about it. I don't expect you to be writing it down or making notes or anything like that. <laughs> and but, if you'd like to see the pictures of the Herbal Tea of the Week, they will be on Instagram on David's page. Excellent! There you go! <laughs> so, Rihanna Parrot. The, yeah, there's a parrot waiting in the wings here. Or, hey. wa- or waiting with the wings. Yeah, let's end with the parrot singing a bit of Rihanna and we'll be back for week five of the David Eagle podcast. From me, David Eagle. And me, Ellie Skinner. Goodbye! Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.